my eating habits are a little unusual because of my situation. Uh, but you know what? I'm fascinated when I read stories about this particular topic because I still can't quite grasp it. I, I, I don't have a real good handle on it, but I keep hearing about intermittent fasting. As I said, I don't need it, but many do. Many really kind of like it. It's working for them. And joining us right now on the program, the professor of nutrition at the University of Illinois in Chicago, it's Dr. Krista Verratti. Hey, Krista, how are you today? And welcome to the show. Oh, great. Thanks so much for having me here today. Well, listen, because I'm kind of a newbie at this and I'm trying to get a handle on it, can you explain exactly what this is and how does it work? Oh, sure. So intermittent fasting basically just involves eating within a certain window of time each day. So most people do this diet by eating within an eight-hour window, and then they usually place that window from like 12 to 8 because that way you can still have like dinner with your family and friends, etc. So very basically, you just start eating at 12, eat whatever you want, no carb counting or calorie counting, all the way to 8 p.m., and then after 8 p.m., you can drink water or just have, like, calorie-free beverages like black coffee or tea um, all the way up until noon the next day. So you're basically just skipping breakfast. Wow. Uh, when you said all you can eat, I kind of let you had me right there, quite frankly. <laughs> but, but, hey, so, so that 12-hour that period, how long do people go on this, uh, this fasting? Uh, is there a regimen or a schedule that they have to follow other than just that day by day? No, that's basically it. And then what our research has shown along with other people is that when you just limit your eating window to eight hours per day, yep. it just naturally cuts out calories, even though you're not calorie counting. So typically we eat within a 14-hour window. So if you right. kind of whittle it down to eight hours, you're cutting out six hours of eating, which then ends up cutting out about 500 calories per day. So and kind so, of what people yeah. would do with like, you know, typical calorie counting diet. Are there any drawbacks to this? How tough is it for people to do this? It's actually, we've run thousands of people through various studies, and people find it pretty easy. Um, we've had people do it for up to a year at this point, and people lose like five to up to 60 pounds doing this, and they like it. Yeah, they can stick to it. Um, as long as the window is not placed too early, um, people don't like it when they have to stop eating by like 4 p.m. So when we've done previous studies where we had the window placed really early in the day, we had really high amounts of dropouts. But 12 day works well. Can everybody do this? Uh, not everybody. I yeah. wouldn't recommend it to people under the age of 18 years old. There's not a lot of safety data. Uh, definitely not for women who are pregnant or lactating. And we also don't recommend it to people with like a history of eating disorders. I just don't think fasting is good for that population group. So this lowering of the food intake, I, I know we're trying to keep it in a certain period of time. Can people not try to do this all the time rather than just during this period or does this just make it a little bit easier to do it oh well the whole concept is just cutting out available hours to eat so we're just whittling down the eating window which then naturally results in like calorie uh basically yeah eating less calories so i'm not sure are you asking like can you make it a bigger window or well, yeah. <laughs> see i'm already starting to cheat <laughs> on it that's the funny part here. Oh. Hey, but but the, the other yeah. the other thing too is that everybody talks about how important breakfast is, but we're missing it here, right? 
Yeah, breakfast is actually not that important. A lot of those studies were supported by cereal companies and really had to do more with children skipping breakfast and how that affected cognition. But if you look at any of the new studies out there, basically skipping breakfast does not have any impact on body weight. In fact, it's been shown that people that skip breakfast tend to consume like about 100 to 200 calories less per day, so they actually have better weight control. Krista, what about people's approach to food? Everybody, you know, some people see it, they got to have it, right? But but we're yeah. trying to, we're trying to get inside the brain a little bit here. For, I gotta think. You know what? It, it, no matter what, it, it's really tricky. Like we live in an environment where like all the food now is like so processed and so tasty. So yeah. it's like really hard for people to not overeat. So this can help some people, but you know, definitely this diet's not for everyone. It's just another option out there to help people lose weight. Are there any side effects to this? Uh, yeah, some people get uh, headaches in the first week or so, but that's usually because they're not drinking enough water during the, the fasting period. But other than that, we, we ran a study recently showing that it's safe, and even in people with type 2 diabetes, they don't develop like low blood sugar or anything. So overall, pretty safe. The other thing, too, we were talking, and kind of I was joking, you weren't, but uh, talking about over, you know, over consuming. But I, I have to think that you got to be careful with going overboard on the snacks, right? Or am I wrong? We've just shown that if you do limit it to eight hours, you will just naturally cut out like calories. But at the same time, though, you're right. You need to try to focus on a healthy diet. So eating less processed foods, more fruits and vegetables and like whole grains if you can. Now, uh, you talked about some of the side effects. Uh, Do people recognize that right away or do they have to contact somebody if they're having headaches or they just got to remember water, water, water? Exactly. Yeah. For most people, if they're already healthy, they can just start this diet on their own and just, you know, make sure you drink water if you're having headaches. But if you have any persistent problems, definitely contact a doctor. And anyone who has diabetes should um, definitely work with a doctor before starting the diet because they're going to need to adjust their medications. Chris, I'm kind of curious, what's a normal intake daily for calories? Is there a number or does it just depend on the body type? It really depends on like how big you are as a person, but for men, it's usually between like 2,000 to 2,500, and for women, it's between like 1,500 to 2,200. Is this is this done purely just to lose the weight? I, I've got to think that might be the number one reason. Yeah, it's mainly done because it results in weight loss, but then weight loss has this downstream effect of improving cholesterol levels and blood pressure. So it's kind of like, yeah, it improves your health overall. I was doing some reading on this. How far back does this go? Like when did this really start to become super popular? I think it really became popular in the past five years, but I've been studying it for almost 20 years now. So like way before anyone really cared, it was like really hard to get a grant or a published paper because everyone thought we were like starving people. Do you see this gaining in popularity year after year after year, or has it just been the same over the last few years? Um, I would say it's get. I thought it was really popular probably in 2017, 18, it got really popular. And now right. I think it's just kind of coasting, but I don't know. So where do we go from here on this? Uh, well, right now we're running a lot of studies in different population groups. So people with, um, like women with polycystic ovarian syndrome, mm-hmm. we're starting a study in type 1 diabetes. We really just want to see if it's safe in a variety of different people. What would be a hot button? If somebody said they wanted to give this a try, what would you say is, uh, what would you say to watch out for? And what would you say, yeah, you're a pretty good candidate for this? 
Ideally, it works for people who are overweight or obese. I'd say don't do it if you're already normal weight because you can it can result in weight loss even if you don't need to. Um, and definitely, I'd say the main thing to drive home is that if you do have any kind of medical condition that requires medications, definitely talk to your doctor before starting these diets because it can result in changes in medications. And just to kind of wrap things up, potential health benefits. What would I notice the most if I went on this? What do you think? What would be the first thing? Oh, you'd probably notice weight loss. So people lose about one to two pounds per week. And then uh, blood pressure goes down. And then uh, the bad cholesterol, LDL, tends to go down and triglycerides as well. Krista, thanks for your time today. Like I said, this is an eye-opener for me. I've heard so much about it, but I knew nothing about it, if you know what I mean. So (laughs) it's great to get you on here to kind of give us a bit of a breakdown and uh, give us your thoughts on it. And thanks for your time today. Yeah, thanks so much. It's been great. Have a good one. Thanks, Dr. Christopher Addy, who's a professor of nutrition, University of Illinois in Chicago.